Hi. Wow. We're live, Scotty. Welcome yes, to CGC. Today we're Oat and Tonic Steve, aka also known as Crazy Wook, from <laughs> hanging out in Thailand, man. Thanks for taking the time today, buddy. Hell yeah, it's 5 a.m. here. We're happy to be here. Good day, uh, How are you being 12 hours from the Eastern time doesn't give us too many easy times. No, we could probably figure out a better time yeah, than 5 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Man, dude. Now, true, true wake and bake, though, because I don't know if I got up at 5 a.m., I got my body's got to warm up and shit. Like, I need probably an hour or maybe I got it. two. <laughs> got it right here. Nice. What, all right. Nice. Man, this is a really good fire. Really good fire. My homie grows out here. Lots of really, really good cannabis. Lots of really bad cannabis too here. <laughs> yeah. Dude, do we have to take care of any business first? Do we jump right into what the hell's going on with our business? Steve? I'll take care of right now, guys. Help the show, man. If you're checking this out on YouTube, comment, like, subscribe, ring that bell. Um, check out Steve. Check out Potent Ponics. That's the easiest way to find you. Just type in Potent Ponics. Or, oh, yeah, you can yeah, find me Paul Bonix on everything out here and work with on one of his projects on a, a I'm out currently in Penchaboon province, uh, Thailand. And um, we are about five hours north of Bangkok uh, in a pretty remote area. Uh, well, there's a lot of traffic here, but um, there's not a lot of big cities or anything where we are. It's all rice fields uh, in between two big mountain ranges. And uh, it's a really, really great place here. And we have a huge cannabis farm. We have, I'm trying to think of what the square footage equivalent would be, but somewhere around 20,000 square feet. Indoors? Uh, all greenhouses. So imagine a greenhouse, except, oh, didn't mean to bump the mic. Imagine a greenhouse, but the top of it is, is like an umbrella shape. So it, it goes like this, then angles down, sorry, uh, and then comes back down again. So you kind of have almost like a, a second little upper roof part to the greenhouse. It allows the heat to come up and dump itself out. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it looks like he's doing yoga, doesn't it, man? I fucking love oh. it, man. It goes like yeah. that. Yeah, you know, you yeah. see, like, and they have them. They use these in Florida too, where they'll have the the the. I think they call them umbrella tops, but again, it just is much much better for the heat. And then the walls are just screens. Uh, we have oh thrift. yeah, it keeps the thrift out and, uh, and shade house, yeah. white fly, and all that kind of crap. Yep. Wow, man. And what's the climate like there? hot it is about 82 to 90 degrees every day with 75 to 80 percent humidity so it's basically florida florida um, it's like florida actually yeah, <laughs> yeah. Huh. we have all the all the spider mites and red mites and white how, flies and how hard is it to grow there then man it ain't easy to grow in florida outdoors yeah it's definitely hard mode but you get to grow 12 months a year and uh you know, I've grown in Africa and Jamaica, so it's not my first rodeo when it comes to this kind of grow, you know, grow environment. So we have stuff here that works really well. We've been experimenting with a lot of new natural farming methods, um, including a method called IPMO. So we basically do a local fungi collection where we add, we go to the market, we buy a kilo of crickets, we mix it in with the rice. Um, okay, well, okay, I'll give you the exact recipe. We do 300 grams of crickets to 700 grams of rice. We mix that all together. We cook it about 80, 85% of the way. We put it in little baskets out in the forest and we can actually collect the local fungi that feed on the, uh, the insects. And we've been spraying that on the plants and that's been working really well for um, wow. keeping the insects away and spider mites away and all that kind of stuff. And we're kind of making our own biopesticide that's 
That is so oh, cool, killer. man. Queen of the Sungrown and uh, Grovecast dudes were doing us into that, remember? No, but... Yeah, <laughs> kind of similar idea. It's amazing. Wow. I feel like it's a cool thing to say. I've forgotten more about growing than most people will ever know. DYP. But it's not a good thing to say, man. It's a bad thing to say. That's sick. Aren't there percentage... like? As far as being a grower there, I know we've covered some news stories. And I thought, if I'm remembering right, there are some ridiculous limitations on THC percentages um, of maybe what you can grow or what you can possess. And I thought I remember it being very low. So what's up with that? Sure. So the, this is what the current rules are in Thailand. So currently, uh, you can get licensed to grow full THC. You can grow full, you know, 30% THC, no problem. The, light, the issue comes down to extractions. So anything that's over 0.2% THC that's not just flour off of a plant, that's the stuff that's heavily restricted. So hash, um, edibles, concentrates, anything like that, you have to have a separate license and you have to sell it to a hospital, a university, or a research group. Um, you can't sell it at retail yet. They, it, it's coming, but you know, one, one crime at a time. Interesting. Wait, so is it really strict there? Like, like, is Thailand one of those? I was checking, so I was in Indonesia, and they have, like, psycho strict just rules about stuff, man. Premarital, you can't have premarital sex or you go to jail. And it was something about them trying to... They don't kill you. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know what they do to you there. But if we're talking about Thailand, it was actually a really strict place as well. Yeah, so Thailand used to be a place, you used to be able to get canings or death penalty for for smuggling depending on how much you had um and you still can get that for hard some other hard drugs here uh you know uh, meth in particular they call it yaba here is a really big problem and they'll i mean that's a real quick way to end up on the chopping block if you uh you get caught with that stuff here and they have checkpoints if you come down from the north part of the the, the country like, literally down, chop, but, like you're you're gonna be um yeah killed for as far as death penalty shit mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't play with that stuff. If you get caught with a, like more than a couple grams, like you're you're done. What's, uh, is there a weed culture? The um, so for cannabis, um, you can't you know, officially smoke in public. Although no one, most places, no one gives a shit. Um, you used to be able to smoke in dispensaries until a few weeks ago, and then they changed the rules to where you have to have a physician on hand. That's a certified physician from Thailand. Uh, in case someone gets too high, they can have someone that's you know certified to yeah. deal with it. Wait, wait, you um, bring so your doctor with the, you? Some water. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I I don't know about that. I think they have to be registered for the dispensary. But you, there's got no it. possession limit on there's no possession limit on grams. Um, if you have a commercial license, there's no limit on plants. Um, you don't have to do, there's no track and trace. So you basically just have to report what you have in inventory and you're good to go. They don't, I don't have to tag plants. I don't have to tag anything like that. They don't need to know what strains we have. There's, there's none of this normal BS that you deal with in the States yet. Um, there's also no tax, uh, on cannabis yet, which is the most insane thing to me. Um, I think it's the only legal non-taxed market on the planet right now. Which, again, I think was a, a major screw up because it's made it hard for them to you have people that still want to make it illegal again, like a small percentage of the government people. And it's hard for them to justify it when they're not getting the tax money. You know what I mean? When they're getting yeah. their, their their money coming in, then it's really easy for them to uh, to be like, OK, well, we'll tolerate this so that we can get our tax revenue. But 
um, you know, without that component, it's kind of a strange, a strange situation where you're kind of waiting to find out what the taxes are going to be. You're waiting to find out what the final regulations, but there's already 5,000 licensed producers in Thailand. But of those, I would say maybe 2% of them are producing on, on this like quality that you'd see in the United States. Most of them are rural farmers that are growing for the first time that don't know that, you know, anything about the plant really. And you see, you know, as a result, in fact, my buddy in Burry Rom sent me a picture of a guy in a pickup truck driving around town selling clones uh, and seedlings, but half of them are males and flour. So he's just driving <laughs> around pollinating the city. Um, right. Can you imagine how angry <laughs> some people would get? Like do that, do that in like NorCal and see how quickly like your vehicle, like, you know, survives. <laughs> Like your oh, buddy, that's the, that, the, that, uh, <laughs> your buddy that would serve the stems and the seeds all in there yeah. in his metal pipe. Yeah. <laughs> I know yeah. Before, before we went live, Banner, weren't you and Steve uh, talking about, was there an IG post or something that, did we cover that? I don't know, man. The freaky, the freaky bastard. bastard. Yeah. Yeah, so we have a huge collection of seeds. We have a huge collection of seeds. I, uh, I've worked on collecting as many seeds as I can from, from all over here in Thailand. And uh, we have a really cool strain called Freaky Bastard, which is Australian bastard cannabis cross of freak show. And it has some pretty bizarre uh, expressions. And also, I'm noticing this on some of the older plants. It'll have multiple leaf types on one plant. So some of them will show normal. Wow. Some of them will show ABC. And some of them will show freak show on the same plant at the same time, which is really bizarre. Um, so we have one that looks like a little miniature celery plant that has like zigzag branch stalks, which is the right. super, super Australian bastard cannabis structure. And then we have a bunch of them that are somewhere in between. Um, and the, the picture that he posted was actually the one that's um, it has a normal plant structure. So it has a normal you know stalk with branches every so often, um, just like a normal plant, unlike the ABC structure, which is much more horizontal. Um, and, but it has the, the ABC leaf, uh, the kind of in like halfway ABC leaf and the end, I've never seen anything that looks even remotely close to that one. That one's just bizarre, but oh, good. tons and tons. And what's that? Um, so it has really small buds, but what's interesting with those mutants here in Thailand is the ABC and the freak show both. I can put them into full sun without any kind of sun, uh, sun shading and they do perfectly fine. They don't care because the reduced leaf structure they kill it in full sun on the heat in the tropics. So I think you're going to see more of those reduced leaf mutants moving into the higher temperature climate uh, zones or being hybridized in that because they seem to be the best thing for straight outdoor here in terms of, of production. Wild. Wow, this is pretty cool shit. Where but we, like so we also have a ton of, I have over 60 different tie strains here and we managed to find guava, uh, multiple different types of mango flavors, uh, one really good chocolate line. After, uh, we only have one out of all those. So the chocolate's pretty fucking rare. I'll tell you that. Um, but I would say 85% of 80, 85% of it's lemonine dominant. The other 10% is mango. And then this tiny little sliver percentage left is like all these other weird guavas and chocolates. And where does it go? I mean, it just goes to, there's dispensaries in Thailand. And so you always just sell them to dispensaries. You have your own. Sure. So in Thailand, you do have to be a licensed dispensary. As of a couple of weeks ago, they used to let anybody sell. Um, they changed that rule. <laughs> um, so now you have to get your license, but it's pretty easy to get a license. It's around 3,000 baht. So you're looking at around $90-ish US Wait, 3, to get your, what? your dispensary license. 
What what, what do they uh, call it? Uh, so the currency here is called bot. Bot. Okay. It's pretty yeah. cool. It's like Bitcoin kind of. You're looking at around. They're in the future, man. How many bots you got, brother? <laughs> How much? What's it worth? How many do I get? What do I get for a dollar? So a dollar is around thirty-four bot. So okay. all right, I get it. And rent rent is like two thousand bot. So you're you know, forty bucks gets you a man. place. Forty bucks gets you a place for rent. Yeah. Dude, it's that you cheap. can get dinner <laughs> for like three dollars. You get a massage for nine dollars. It's funny. oh yeah, all right, man. Oh man, how long are you staying? Sounds These, all right. Compared to uh, you're the complete other end of the scale compared to Vancouver, British Columbia. Dear God, um, <laughs> everything's expensive there. Huh? Yes. Is there anything with the tourism industry? I do see news stories. Are they kind of the government kind of relying on, hey, let's turn this into big tourism as well? And if so, where the hell are these tours coming from? Like, is there close by countries that don't have access that would be interested? Yeah. So you have to remember, it's the only legal place in all of Asia. So if you're like oh, an Asian person and you don't want to like get caught, because a lot of these countries too, like China, will will piss test them when they come back if they go to like Amsterdam, holy shit, or like or California or whatever, and they'll That's arrest crazy. them. In fact, there's an article about this recently with Canadians getting arrested coming back from Vancouver and getting arrested when they return because they were tested hot for cannabis, so they arrested them for cannabis use, which is total bullshit. Um, I but uh, I had problems with my government. I mean, I'm doing good now. Yeah. So, so you have all these people from all over. I mean, you have China, Malaysia, Indonesia. Although Indonesia, I think, is going to legalize here before too long. Um, but in Cambodia and Laos, the cannabis growing is super tall. Like it's technically illegal, but it's really tolerated. I mean, a lot of your like, um, what would be the equivalent here to like um, mids or like like brickweed? Uh, and you can actually get brickweed here. Um, he's coming in from Laos and Cambodia. Do I have a thing of it still? I might still have a thing of it on my desk. Uh oh. Yeah, I do. I do. There you go. Got to the airport, man. There's some Thai. Oh, there's find, some Thai right? brick. Oh, look oh, at that, nice. man. It's like a little <laughs> chocolate a little Thai, little little thai, thai brick. brick. He said Thai brick, not Thai stick. Stick. Ah, uh, uh, shit. Sorry, sorry, man. It's your accent. Your accent. What, what is that? What is it like? It's just the same thing. Brickweed that we that we're used to twenty years ago. So this is just cheap Cambodian or Lao stuff. Um, it's really nice. dry. It has like a weird fermented smell to it. Okay. Great. <laughs> Great. Does it smell like a cat litter box? Uh, the moldy stuff. I don't know, but get you high. for $2, you know, if you were really, really hard up, I mean, it's better than nothing. Uh, I, I don't have it. That's why it's still sealed in the package because... <laughs> I have no interest in smoking it, but the novelty of it. They gave it to me free when I got my bong. They give you a free little brick of weed and buy a bong. I don't want to leave you hanging with that bong. Here you go. Here's a mini brick. Right? Can you, can you find <laughs> those like crazy, crazy sativas, sativas around? around? That everybody that talks about? The yeah. Long so, long ones and the crazy, and the crazy high. high. Yeah, so you can find those, but they're uh, a lot of the stuff that I see when I travel around at the farms is Western or they're hybridizing the Western stuff with like whatever the local low, lower percentage stuff was. Okay. Um, that I seems mean, to what? be really common, except for one plant. The only plant that I've seen that was native Thai 
that had good structure to it. There was ones that my buddy found at a, at a temple, which they call a Wat uh, here. And um, he found ones that were like 23, 24 feet tall, had colas the size of like your leg uh, and were, and the monks were growing it. So he went and traded some seeds for the monks, but the seeds, I swear to God are like half the size of my pinky nail. They're huge. They're massive. Wow. They're like wow. four times sure bigger than even weed, the biggest man? seed in my collection back in the States. So, I've it's never weed, seen weed. seeds that were even close to the anything like these before, so I'm excited to see how those plants turn out. Did you, Did you hear? You we have, have about four foot tall, tall. Is what you said. You said. Yeah, yeah. These are over twenty feet tall. They're massive, enormous. Just think about wow, what that is. Gigantic. Man. What's the trunk like on that? Wow. Um, he has a video. If you check out Canatized Seeds on uh, Instagram, you can see he has pictures of the stalk. He, he took one of the stalks with him, but it's. It's like a tr- it literally looks like a small tree. It's like an aspen tree in diameter. But in all fairness, man, in Florida, I've had like a weed that will just aggressively take over. And if you don't kill it, you let it go for, I don't know, six, nine months. It will be a fucking tree, man. Well, and then this is, is, is it, it reveg itself? itself? I don't know. Uh, so so uh, I'm glad you brought up the reveg thing. So on the reveg note. A friend of mine um, who grows a lot of uh, Canatai seeds, actually, same guy, um, who grows a lot of freak shows found that uh, every once in a while you can get a freak show that will auto reveg the way that the reunion, reunion plants do. There's a mall that's supposed to be able to be continuously in flower where it'll veg back and forth. Um, he's ha- managed to pull that off here with freak show lines. Um, so that might be something that people are trying to hunt for that trait. For them to chase, um, you know, down that particular uh, uh, avenue with uh, looking at freak shows as, as a potentially second pool of genetics, aside from the um, uh, Zamal. What's the what's the freak show flower yeah. like? What's the allure of freak show? And do you, would you mind explaining? Because a lot of people don't know what it is. I don't. It's yeah, I've, I've seen it before. Sure. So freak show has a fern leaf, fern type leaf structure. So basically, rather than having a bunch of fingers like a normal cannabis leaf, each one is broken down almost like a feather. It has like a little tassel uh, instead of it being a whole leaf. And what's cool about it here is uh, the the less leaf structure you have, the, the less hot the leaves get. So the plants can function a little bit better. Um, so that's why having that reduced leaf structure is so important here. But um, uh, People originally grew the freak show just because it was different and funky. But as far as flower structure, I have had some lines that have been not particularly great yielding. And then I've also had some that have been pretty great yielding. Um, They tend to also have more of a lighter terpene profile, more airy, fluffy floral terps, um, usually high and decently high in osamine as well. Uh, So, um, you know, those are the, that's the appeal of freak show. Plus it just looks weird. I mean, the freak show Australian bastard cannabis crosses we have don't even look like cannabis, like, like at all. It looks like some other plant. Totally. What a way to hide a crop, oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's still the, it's smell, still the smell, man. The smell gives weed away. I don't care what them yeah. weeds look like. You know? True. As your neighbor would would it? We have a, damn it, damn it. I want to grow weed outside this year. We have a weed. We have a, there's a cemetery nearby where we do our, uh, some of our fungal collections. It's an old cemetery. It's, it's like there's trees growing in it and everything. Cause no one's cared for it in a long time. <laughs> But we regularly, there's a, a plant there. When you step on it, it smells exactly like dank weed. And it throws me off all the time because we'll be out walking, putting out baskets for fungi. And all of a sudden, it's like, 
I smell weed real strong. You look down, it's all this little purple flower. I don't know what it's called, but it really smells like weed. Have you mm. have you guys? Can I ask? Go ahead. Go ahead, Benner. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, man. Sorry, hey, man. I, I, was, I, was I was curious as you're putting, putting out your, your uh, fungal, fungal collection, collection baskets, baskets if you find anything edible. edible. It's a it's cemetery. A cemetery. I have a vision in my head of him walking with a couple baskets through a cemetery and like the Thai people looking at him through a window outside being like, there's all kinds of there's all kinds of fun stuff out there in the cemetery. I'll just tell you. Oh yeah, interesting. Very cool. Well, um, yeah, there's a, that? Uh, there's all different types here. So psychedelic mushrooms were also legalized out here um, with the cannabis stuff. So you, you you can see those around semi-regularly in the shop sometimes. Oh, he's dancing he's um, in the cemetery, you know. Uh, and nitrous. Nitrous is the other thing that's legal here, which is, you know, you regularly see sold openly. Yeah, it's kind of like Denver. Yeah, they sell the nitrous yeah. is legal, right? They sell whipped cream container he thingies. He's always so cutting edge, man. What's, oh yeah <laughs> you gotta ask while you're out <laughs> while you're out walking around i know like this is a very tropical place um in the baskets in the forest or whatever uh what can kill you what, what what should we fear in thailand is there anything as far as snakes poisonous spiders you know little creepers oh yeah so right where i am we have um uh siam spitting cobras we have king cobras oh. we have monocle cobras we have uh, three different types of green vipers. Um, we have two Dude, small sucks. brown vipers. A lot of snakes. Uh, the vine snakes. snakes. We have four different or two different types of crates here. Uh, coral snake. I'm sure I'm forgetting a few. We have about twenty-five to thirty venomous snakes just in our valley here. What about um, insects? Worry about. I'm sure there's tons of bugs that want to bite. They sting the shit out of you too. No. <laughs> Um, so the bugs, as far as humans go here, other than the mosquitoes, I've not had too many problems. The ants, the ants can be pretty fucking aggressive here uh, <laughs> and bite you pretty right. bad. Um, but everything else is uh, is not too bad on the uh, on the insects. The biggest thing with the insects here is like you just get these massive beetles that can fly in on your plants if you're not paying. Obviously, we have the greenhouses, but if we were growing outdoor, I'd be pretty concerned about the beetles and some of the other flying insects that I've seen out here because. I mean, we have giant, and I'm talking like giant, giant beetles here. The the big giant horn beetles, like rhinoceros beetles. They have, we'll see them underneath the lights at night, and it sounds like a drone because they're so large. I yeah. noticed that too when I was in Africa with the uh, uh, dung beetles. It sounds exactly like a little drone, uh, audio wise. So like you're you're you kind of get used like par especially if you've been uh, heard a lot of drones around in a protest or something. You're like. Kind of like it catches your ear right away, like a helicopter in California, you know. Dude, what part of all Africa I know is I became you in, man. I gotta, I, I know you went to Africa, but that's so like hardcore, man. Where did you go? It was like Zimbabwe. I was in Zimbabwe, it? but it was yeah, Zimbabwe. before the plague hit, uh, um, that we won't name because it'll flag the video and everything. Um, yeah, uh, I was in Zimbabwe and then, uh, and then the whole world shut down. So I had to come home, but, uh, but yeah, I was running a big cannabis farm there in Zim. And actually currently Zim has 56 licenses as of yesterday or the day before. Wow. So nothing probably scares you after that, man, with bugs and 
I don't know. That's a shitty. That's a big list of snakes. I, you know, I'm from Florida. I have a bamboo nursery down there, and I'll be damned if I hate. I mean, you run into snakes all the time. Rattlers. Um, they do have those coral snakes. I'd be carrying the anti-venom, man. I have the serum on my on a necklace. <laughs> like I don't fear too much shit, but if you're out in the woods a, little, a bit, yeah, I'm not, I'm not messing around. Mm. Yeah, they're, they're naturally yeah, give everybody the heebie-jeebies. Dude, man, I <laughs> definitely have to pay attention here when you're hiking. And then, like, if we go up at the at the north end of the valley uh, here, uh, up on the eastern side, there's uh, elephants and tigers and shit. So, like, Holy you have to, if you're out just in the forest, you have to really pay attention. That's wild. You're gonna say in bears to be like there, elephants, yeah. tigers, and bears. Sounds like fun. I don't know if they. Have, I know there's sun bears in Thailand, but I don't think they're where we are. I think they're in the south. Man, how long you been there? Matt. Since October. And I'll, I got my work permit, so I'm officially a, a green card resident of Thailand now. Are you loving it? Are you going to stay? Or what's the, what's the... Yeah, I'm going to stay for at least a year or two and kind of see how this goes and see how the market goes. And, you know, we'll see what's up right now. I mean, rent, I mean, and on full total expenses for months, like... Three four hundred dollars. What's you know you could save money Come really on. really easily here. How and, many uh, massages are you getting? If I could get nine dollar massages, <laughs> I'd probably do every other day. I'd be like, all right, uh, I'm at least once a week. Heavy. It's the talk of the <laughs> yeah, chat. At least once week. a week. <laughs> oh, I dig. Well, thanks for taking the time today. I wanted to shout out to potentponics.com. Uh, if you don't remember, you can just Google potentponics. Find your YouTube channel as well. Growing with Fishies podcast. It's a whole nother reason we need to get you back on is just talk about aquaponic growing. Um, and yeah, you guys like this, comment, like, subscribe, unless Scotty or Banner or uh, Steve, I'm forgetting anything you guys wanted to shout out or bullshit about. I'm good. Man. Yeah, I also have the um, the virtual aquaponic cannabis conference next weekend. If people are looking for a lot of fun, free education, we do have a full Saturday, Sunday of free education. We have all kinds of cool speakers from all over the planet. Um, we also have four talks in Spanish this year. So if you're a Spanish speaking person and you're struggling a little bit to find good cannabis information, we'll also have four full Spanish speaking producers that are commercially producing in Mexico and Colombia. So, um, you know, if you're looking for that, uh, we'll have all that as well. And then we have another show. It's more of a bullshit show called Dat Smoke Show, which you guys can check out as well. And you are growing po- uh, aquaponically there? Is that what you're, that's how you're so currently working? Yeah, so currently we're growing in soil, but all of the four new greenhouses will all be set up as an aquaponic hybrid system. So we have a huge pond that has a couple, about 4 million gallons in it um, that we'll be adding uh, additional filtration to here in the next two weeks. Uh, and then that'll all get pumped up into pre-tanks. We can adjust it with whatever organic nutrients we need to, to feed the plants that get sent out to the plants. And then that water returns back to the giant pond. Um, it's basically a rice retention pond that we're converting into a big giant uh uh, aquaponic system so we're at we'll be doing that with uh, all of our flowering plants will be in, in aquaponics it is i'm awesome. exactly what you're talking about i'm <laughs> oh, sorry man I'm yeah, you guys should you guys should come out here one day man it's i a, know it's an amazing place and it's cheap like the flight's expensive but nothing is expensive here once you get here and the food here is like the man, best you man you go to the market here leave? and it makes every grocery store look like 7-eleven yeah, I probably yeah, go to Thailand. 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 You have been, you to, have Thailand. been to Thailand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember yeah, that about yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You got to eat that. Banner loves to cook, man. So you come up back with some recipes. Amazing. 
Yeah, yeah. Steve, maybe Steve, we will we'll come visit. Yeah, we'll definitely yeah. go back, dude. What do you dude, think, think, man? Yeah, dude, we gotta do a, gotta do a DGC Cup Bangkok or something. It'd be fun. All right, I'm here. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> All five of us, you know. Oh, Is it gonna end with massages, baby? All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, DGC. Comment, like, subscribe, share, share the show, and peace out and stay higher. Hey, take her easy, dude. Cheers, take thanks her easy, for having Steve. me. I'll see you in Thailand, brother. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And with the boss man's sister, take a little break. That means we're lighting up a dude.